This is the Horse Radio Network. Well, good morning, everybody. We hope you had a good holiday. Well, at least you could yesterday. I know it was a Zoom holiday for us. We did a couple of Zoom calls with family and uh, friends. And you know what? I was amazed how Zoom has held up through this whole thing, considering probably every family in the world was doing Zoom calls yesterday. So good on them. As many of you know, we lost Jen's stepdad over the weekend. Uh, he died of a stroke uh, and heart attack combination. Uh, it's sad on so many levels, but perhaps the saddest is not being able to go to Pennsylvania right now to be with family or mom or even have a funeral. Uh, he was a veteran and part of an honor guard for funerals for the last 20 years. And I'm happy that Jen's mom made the decision to have a proper military service when we are allowed so that he, too, can get the honor guard that he deserves. So rest in peace, Parker. We've been working 100 hours a week for almost two months now. I've been doing two live shows a day, most days. With an, And uh, to be honest, we just need a break. So we're taking most of the week off. There will be no live shows morning or night this week. We'll have some new episodes for you. They'll just not be live. Uh, we just need a mental, physical, and emotional break right now. We do have some fun things planned this week, though. The second Horse Radio Network concert on Wednesday night. Look for details on that. I can tell you it's going to be a multi-continent. And many of our new listeners and auditors have been asking for origin stories for all of us. We have done this before, and... I just have to find them. It's so hard to look for them. I, I'm going to dig back in the archives and see if I can come up with them. Today, I have for you the origin story of Scooter, my hackney pony. You may want to have a tissue handy. So here is the story of Scooter. And uh, today's show is brought to you by Kemen. According to an annual Gallup poll, Americans are among the most stressed people on the planet, especially right now. This may not come as a surprise to you. Your horse gets stressed out, too. Every horse experiences stress caused by things like exercise, environmental conditions like the weather, or everyday surroundings. Travel causes horses stress, just like humans, and even simple diet changes can cause stress as well. All of these variables contribute to stress levels of your horse, and this might also come as a surprise to you. You can help reduce the negative impacts of stress by feeding your horse chromium every day. By lowering the levels of stress hormone, cortisol, and optimizing energy use, feeding chromium results in improved body upkeep, health, performance, and overall well-being. But this is the important part. Just don't feed any chromium. Feed your horse only FDA-reviewed source of chromium on the market today, Chemtrace Chromium from Chemin. Ask for it by name and stress less. Learn more about Chemtrace Chromium at Chemin.com slash Chromium EQ. That's Chemin.com slash Chromium EQ. Well, now we take you back to P.T. Scooter's origin story and how a really bad ad saved one hackney pony's life. This is episode 384 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, the last show of 2015. This episode is brought to you by Horselovers.com and Dr. Rose's Remedies. We have a special episode for you today that Coach Jen put together. It's the all-scooter episode. One of our auditors wanted to hear the origin story of Scooter and some of the subsequent Scooter stories. These are taken mostly from the Horses in the Morning show. Hope you enjoy and have a safe, happy new year. See you in 2000. 16. Good morning, horse people. This is Coach Jen from Ocala, Florida, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for December 30th, 2015, episode 1328. It's Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Authorization acknowledged. He's a very mixed up horse. Hard to believe it's been over two years since P.T. Scooter made his first appearance on Horses in the Morning, and we have had a number of requests to hear about how Glenn's Little Pony came to be, well, Glenn's Little Pony. So here it is. How Really Bad Ads Saved the Life of One Hackney Pony. 
And you are listening to Horses in the Morning. I am Glenn Geek here with Dr. Wendy Ying today from Sarasota, Florida. And, of course, Coach Jen is producing. Uh, Jamie will be back on Monday to tell us all about her sore legs and sore butt. I am sure we will hear a complete report. Um, you know, this yeah, show, Wendy, I got to complain about my wife a little bit, uh, Jennifer. Who, hey! <laughs> this show... It's hard enough to do. I got three screens in front of me. We, we, you know, we have a studio that we have to keep track of, of who's calling and all the music and all that stuff that we have to play. I have a screen with our show notes that all the hosts have because we're not in the same location. So we need to have the show notes. So we all have that. We have a screen of a little chat room that we talk about where we talk to each other. So we're keeping track of all of that, trying to ask the guests questions, trying to keep track of what's coming next and trying to make it entertaining somewhat in the meantime. And what does right. my wife do during the show today? <laughs> she sends me an email because that's also another screen. Why I keep that open, I don't know. I shouldn't. But she sends me an email today with a Craigslist ad because, you know, it is really bad ads Friday. And I'm thinking, oh, it's just a really yeah. bad ad for, for, for the show. No. She sends me a real Craigslist ad of a pony that is right up the street from us. And of course, everybody knows that I'm kind of holding out for the perfect driving pony and, and want to get back into it again. And what she sent me, this picture of this hackney, which I had a hackney before, a 12-2 hackney, which is about the size I had before. And it, this is the ad. 12-2 hackney gelding started under saddle, going good with cart. My eight-year-old drives him and rides him. He is quiet, needs finishing and more time on him for sale for $200 or best offer. And oh, by the way, Willing to take payments. Now, who's willing to take payments on a $200 pony, first of all, is my first question. I don't know. But this pony's cute, like, huh? Glenn, it's a totally adorable. And when I first saw it, I was like, oh, my God, you need that. But then I've been looking at the pictures. Yeah. So here I go to burst your bubble. If you look at the date at the bottom of these pictures, it says 2003. What? These pictures were taken 10 years ago. That kid's oh, probably in college. right. The dog in the picture. Oh, no. You know what? You know what, though? Um, I've had this problem before. I never set the time on my camera either. (laughs) It's it's set to the time the camera was made, probably. Well, let's hope. (laughs) You could ask her how old this little girl. You need to ask to see the little girl. (laughs) By the way, does that little girl have the worst scowl on her face that you've ever seen? Yeah, so but the pony has the same look. He's like, "Help me!" And then rescue me. This is a twelve-two hand gelding that has the biggest Western saddle. It's back. The saddle's bigger than the. It is cute. And a though. giant bit. Look at the giant bit. I know. I thought about that. I saw that bit it has a a curb bit that's made for a horse, and I thought, Jesus, poor little pony. No wonder it's still in training. It's got this huge bit in its, but it's mouth. Super, it, it's really cute. He's cute. He's super cute. He is cute. We have to go look at him. Call him up. And look at all the crap he puts up with these people. (laughs) Look at this cart. The shafts are sticking out like a foot in front of him. (laughs) (laughs) And I think the shafts are made out of PVC pipes from Lowe's. Yeah, it could be. And and she's also driving with little, um, I think she's driving with clotheslines, which I'm not saying I haven't done that. Okay, I have. (laughs) (laughs) There's barbed wire at this place. We got to go save yeah. this pony. You, you just don't have any pictures of you doing that. No. I don't actually I think it's too far away. I, I, it's not far from us. No, so. Trenton, that is really close to you. That's like, um, it's right near Black Prong. All right, Jennifer, give him a call and set it up. We'll go see it tomorrow. We'll have something to talk about on Monday, yeah, if nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't do that to me in the middle of the show. I kind of lose concentration. Now my hackney, I think it adds to the show. My hackney pony was a uh, was an Ohio State champ roadster pony, and we didn't know that when I bought him at the auction. And then I get him home, and I put him in the cart. <laughs> I had to buy a cart for him because we didn't have anything small enough. He was about this size, wasn't he, Jennifer? About twelve two, and yeah. he was something else. He was like driving a Ferrari. Jennifer went with me once, like and that was it. She would never go in the cart with me again because this pony was just. <laughs> Fast. I mean, this one looks like it's not going to be quite that way. But uh, this pony could, yeah. could, you know, had the action, the front action. We actually toned that down a bit, but uh, was fast and scared to death of everything. Just scared of Aww. everything because that's what they do with the roadster ponies. You know, they throw things in the air and they set off firecrackers yeah. and all that stuff. But uh, after about six months, you could actually walk by a stall where he wouldn't plaster himself to the back and be shaking. 
Um, right. But we got he got over a lot of that, and I used to drive him. I got to admit, Jennifer, I was brave. I didn't know what I was doing, and I still drove that pony, and I had so much fun. It was like driving a Ferrari. It was so cool. It was little but fast. <laughs> this one looks really calm and nice. Yeah, it probably could use a few pounds, don't you think? <laughs> oh, good. yeah, for sure. Well, it's on straight sand. Yeah, that is true. And there's a basketball well, net no, sitting on the well, ground. And... diet. Yeah, <laughs> no protein diet. Yeah. <laughs> and so it, it makes you wonder, though, because this ad was originally posted in May 31st. Isn't that like a month oh. and a half later now? Um, and you said it's still for sale, Jennifer? You were actually wrote to him? Yeah. Yeah, but think about it. Nobody wants a hackney. True. No. True. They nobody wants to hack me because the, the kids don't like to ride them. That is true. <laughs> yeah, is look true. at look at look at her. She's like, oh, mom, yeah. I don't want to get on that. I don't want to be on a that. stupid horse again. Bouncy. It keeps bucking me off. <laughs> <laughs> too bouncy. Yeah, exactly. He's too bouncy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll give a report. We'll go see it tomorrow. And we'll give everybody a report on how that turned out with the hackney pony. Okay, oh, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> you have to come up. We, you can go with us. That'd be fun. Do you have a cart good. small enough for a hackney pony, by the way? Uh, no. No, I have to fix it. Well, that maybe. I might have, I may, maybe that little Jeff Day. Maybe it'll fit in a little Jeff Day cart. <laughs> Our roads are it's flat cool, around here, cool. so at least we don't have to worry about it pulling my fat butt up hills. That's uh, right. It will be great. It's amazing the power that those little ponies have. I mean, the hackney pony had more power than the other bigger pony we had. Yeah. They never get tired. I know. They're like, they're like Arabs that way, actually. Yeah, so. and 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 ours had a little bit of a screw loose, but I kind of think that was his upbringing and how they trained him more than anything. That's what I. Really yeah, this think. one looks pretty calm. <laughs> the kid's sitting on him. All right, well, <laughs> let's uh, get on. Let's get on to the really real bad ads. Everyone from HorseLovers.com wants to wish you a happy new year. If one of your resolutions for 2016 is to improve your riding gear or wardrobe with that Christmas money that you received, then head over to HorseLovers.com today. HorseLovers.com has everything you need for you, your horse, and your barn going into the new year. So whatever your shopping needs, put HorseLovers.com first on your shopping list. That's HorseLovers.com. Well, I made it. I'm here. <laughs> and uh, thank you guys for joining us here on a Monday morning uh, at Horses in the Morning. Glenn, how was your weekend, buddy? All I know is I'm so excited about today's show for one reason only, because you went Craigslist shopping. Yes, uh, it came up on Friday on the show. For anybody listening, you know, who was listening on Friday, Jennifer sent these Craigslist ads over during the show, which is very distracting, by the way. And Wendy and I then ended up talking about the ads, and we kind of made the joke about now we have to go actually follow up and go see the ads. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show and give you a report. Yay. Let me just, I'm only going to say one thing. It turned out to be a Jamie adventure. That's all I'm going to oh, say. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just want to know this crap happens to somebody else. It does. And it did. I'm we thought excited. about you the whole time, actually. This is funny because we were talking about you the whole time. It's like, this, this stuff only happens to Jamie. <laughs> okay, since I wasn't here, we got to get a little backstory. Just So was this an ad of a horse that you were looking to purchase, or was it just one that caught your attention? You're like, we have to see this. No, Jamie, or, or Jennifer, sent me a couple of ads of a couple of little uh, uh, ponies, that uh, driving ponies, that were on Craigslist that were nearby. And uh, so that's, but the one was looked kind of sad in the ad. And so we went to see them, and we'll tell you about how that went later in the show. <laughs> All right, so we'll tell you. We went shopping over the weekend, and this started on Friday's show when Wendy was filling in. Uh, Jennifer, right before Really Bad Ads, right after the song, Jennifer sends over these two Craigslist ads, and she, she emails them to both Wendy and I, so we see them at the same time while the song's going on. And I come out of the song and I say, like I don't have enough to do to keep track of what's going on, you have to distract me with ads of ponies. Now, at this point, I didn't even know that Jennifer had agreed to that I could get a pony instead of a horse. The last I heard, we, we were looking at standard breads and stuff. So um, that's the last I heard. So, th so she sends over the picture, or these Craigslist ads, of these little hackney driving ponies. 
And I owned a Hackney Driving Pony before that was about 12 and a half hands and was one of the most fun things I ever drove because it was like driving a Ferrari. When you drive a little Hackney Pony, it's like driving a Ferrari. Everything else is a station wagon compared to a Hackney Pony. And so, so she does this, and I, we end up, Wendy and I end up talking about it and busting Jennifer's chops about and, and making fun of the ads because we were, it was right before really bad ads, so we had to start making fun of them. One of the ponies was really, really skinny uh, in the ads, and the other one looked great. So we were like, okay, we'll go see them. We have nothing to do on Saturday. We'll go shopping, and we'll let you guys all know what happens on Monday morning. Oh. So here we go. Here's what happened. Or Saturday morning, we get up. We go out early to this first place, which was only about half an hour from here. An absolutely beautiful farm here in Florida. The kind of place you want to retire at. At the end of the road, down a sand lane, you know, all the beautiful fencing, beautiful barn, just perfect picture place with all the big live oak trees and the Spanish moss. And and this super chatty lady comes out and just talking our ear off and brings us back to the barn. And she has this barn full of beautiful horses. <clears throat> and there is the little hackney. And I mean little, it's 12 two hands, but big as a house. This thing was fat. And she said, Uh-oh. she said, I apologize for that, but he lives, she, or she, that was a mare. She lives with my other mare, which Jennifer wanted to, a thoroughbred that Jennifer wanted to just pack in the car and take home. But uh, they live together in this big grass field. And this pony was fat. And Jennifer, you can join in if I miss anything along the way here. But uh, this was a fat little pony. And she said, I'm not sure if it's broke. I think it's broke to drive, but I'm not really sure. I, you know, I haven't done much with it. Apparently, her husband was sick and really nice lady. And the pony was just, you know, shiny and healthy and friendly. And because uh, hackneys can be a little bit like third, you're like Jet. They can be a little bit like Jet sometimes. So, <laughs> so we, get, we get the pony out and we walk it around and everything. And it's, it is fat. And, you know, it's roly-poly fat to the point of crusty fat. Um, really? Yeah. So like dangerous d- fat. <laughs> yeah, it needed a diet, that was for sure. But I wasn't sure we could even find a muzzle that would fit this pony. So Jennifer says, well, let's go out in the round pen. She had a nice round pen, and, and she gave her a couple of lead lines. And, and you know, we got in, and we drove, she ground drove the pony around. And the pony didn't, Jennifer didn't do anything stupid, right? I mean, the pony was fine. The pony was fine. Yeah, yeah, she tried real hard once. Uh, yeah, once we got things rolling. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, she was nice rapid. Pony. She pretty much, really nice you know, pony. had the lead lines down around its legs, and it, you know, it was it wasn't well trained, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't crazy. It did the worst thing they did, and this is the thing that hackneys do when they get confused or they're they're getting pissed about something, they just stop and look at you. Um, that tends to be what hackneys, what the ones we've had had in the past, tend to do. Which is really funny because it's a 12 two hand pony. So, you know, when they get mad, it's just a, you just laugh because it's funny. So, you know, mm-hmm. we, you know, we thought, wow, this is just the perfect little pony. It didn't do anything wrong. It didn't kick. It didn't bite. It did, you know, it led fine. It did everything perfectly. It's, it's a perfect place. The pony was 500 bucks. It was like, this is the perfect little pony. But we had already set an appointment to go see the other little hackney pony. And it was like, well, we had the whole day to kill. It was only 10 o'clock. So we told the lady we'd get back to her and, and we're going to go look at this other one. So then we proceed to drive an hour more. So we're way out in the middle of nowhere, Florida. I mean, this is oh, the boonies, Florida. Let me, let me stop you there. In my experience, <laughs> the more way in the middle of nowhere you are, the more exciting the story is going to be. Oh, it's getting so, exciting. I'm thrilled. <laughs> and, I'm thrilled. And on Saturday, we had this huge front move through with massive thunderstorms everywhere. So as we're driving this hour to get to the middle of nowhere, Florida, off the Gulf, you see this, this uh, frontal system moving in. And I'm going, I don't know if we're going to make it before this rain gets here. And when it rains in Florida, it pours in Florida. So I said, I'm going to drive faster. So I started driving faster to beat this massive thunderstorm that was coming. And we finally get there. And then it says, you know, the GPS says, well, another six miles when we get onto the dirt, uh, onto the sand road, which we then, before we get to this lady's house, six miles back the sand road, we had to put on the four wheel drive because the sand got so, so thick. 
that we needed the four-wheel drive to get back to her house. And then the road gets narrow. You have to pull over into somebody's driveway if somebody's coming. It's like this little one-lane road. And then we start seeing the shacks and the 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 very run-down trailers. And it's like, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. So we keep going. We finally get to this lady's house, and we look over, and there in this in this lady's fields in front of the house that had no front door is the shut up no and and no windows it just had screen there i don't think there had ever been windows for a long time in this house it was very sad actually so we pull into the driveway and the paddocks which which had about 10 horses in them are bare just completely bare i mean nothing there and we we the lady comes out and she says she says right away before we even go back to see the pony she says i want to apologize for how the pony looks i know he's skinny he's been in a fight with the other horse so we had to separate him but i think when she separated him she forgot to feed him uh when she separated him she put him with the goats well we walked through several other paddocks of very skinny ponies which had just been delivered these big round bales. So the ponies were very happy eating these round bales. And they were very happy doing that because they hadn't obviously been fed in a while, was what I can guess. So we get to the backfield, and the backfield has this pony, whose name is Origami. Little 12-2 hand hackney pony that she had pictures of in the Craigslist ad driving and her little daughter riding, but the Craigslist ad was about two months old and the pony looked skinny, but not like this. It was a one and a half on the scale. Just skin and bones. Nothing had been, nothing had been, there was, it hadn't eaten anything. And the goats were as skinny as the pony. The trees that were in that paddock, the little tiny trees that were in that paddock, all the leaves and bark had been eaten off of every tree. So we see this pony, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I walked up to the pony who has the cutest face ever. And I just posted pictures on horses in the morning, by the way, who has the cutest face ever and skin and nothing, no fat, wasn't dehydrated. We checked that, wasn't dehydrated. But the big brown bale that she had put out there for for this pony and for the goats was fermented. And she happened to mention that it was... Jennifer took us, you know, a, a bunch out and smelled it. The bale had just been baled. It was fresh hay. And you know, you're not supposed oh to be fresh God. hay, especially out of those round bales to horses. Well, it was fermenting and the horse was eating it. And the pony, this poor little pony named Origami, went to the bathroom. It was all liquid. It was just liquid. And she oh apologized for that. And she apologized for that. And Jennifer looked at me and I looked at her and I said, you know, I, you know, I was thinking we just looked at the most perfect little pony that was so fat and happy, you know, needed a diet, you know, didn't do anything wrong. And Jennifer looked at me and, and shook her head up and down. And that was it. I said, yes. And we told the lady, we'll be back in two hours. We went home, got the trailer, and we went back, and I posted pictures on our Facebook page of what this pony looked like the minute we took, we got her, we got him home. Uh, Oh, my gosh. I am so proud of you guys. I'm looking (laughs) at the pictures in tears. We did it, Jamie. That is so sad. (laughs) You did. You took the sad one as opposed to the sleek, happy, fat one. Oh, my gosh. That one that you posted, the first one, is just beautiful. What a nice, perfect little pony. It's exactly what you were looking for. And then the second one. I mean, this one is cute. You got to admit, he's cute. Now, we get him home, and he had totally sweated up in the trailer. It was an hour drive it poured down rain the whole time and you know we we honestly went into this saying to each other that this pony if he had kept eating that bale uh we think he would be dead dead. by today yep so we kept we said we got to go to this pony today we went and got him today we brought him home she is asking two hundred dollars she was willing to take anything she would have taken 50 but i said to jennifer look i'm paying her the 200 bucks because i'm hoping she uses the money to feed her kids or the other horses you know so I gave her, I didn't even bargain. I just gave her the amount and said, you take it, you know, here, we're taking the pony. So we get the pony home, and he is sweet as can be. I mean, you know, he has a new name now, because everybody that sees him says, poor thing. Same thing. Everybody that's seen him says, has said, poor thing. So his name's PT now, poor, for poor thing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. Because origami is just too long to say. 
But and uh, when you're driving him, you can name him PT Cruiser. Right, that's what Jennifer said. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what Jennifer said. But we got We're him home. Girls thinking show names. <laughs> thinking show names. His actual official name is Silver Oaks Origami, and believe it or not, she had his papers. He's seventy-six years old, um, and he he she had him in his cart and. When we picked him up, or when we went to get him, we actually went out and bought him a halter because she had a halter made out of baler twine, and we weren't sure how trustworthy that was going to be. So we actually went and bought him a halter. Guess what size we had to get him? We had to get him a weanling because he is is that small. His little lips are tiny. I mean, he's that small. He's 12 two hands, and he's a weanling size. But, you know, when we get him fat and happy, he'll be able to pull a cart just fine, and, and Hackneys can pull him down the road, and he, they're just so much fun to drive. So he has a little ways to go before that, but I have good news for you. The good news is he, after being here now for a day and a half, the runs are completely gone. He, his noxiousness level is up about 100%, and he is winning at everything, and he's back to being a normal pony just in a day and a half, and all we have done is feed him good food. We haven't given him anything. Aww. We've just fed him good food, and he is he's almost, you know... It is so funny, because only horse people would understand that we have been on poop patrol for the last two days. Only horse people yeah. get that, you know? And, you know, this morning, we were very happy to report there were solids in there. So... Uh, Every time he poops, you go out and look at it. Yes, you know exactly. exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. How is he getting along with Beaker, Jennifer? Well, we haven't separated because we don't know the last time he's had shots. We don't know the last time he's That's had anything. Great. So he's completely separated. The vet's going to be coming out uh, in the next couple days and uh, going to take Coggins. You know, she didn't have Coggins. It was like, look, we'll just keep him separated. And we, we just needed to get him out of there because he was not going to last another day on that hay. My little pony, my little pony. Well, we hope everybody had a terrific weekend. We had some fun this weekend. I got to drive my pony, ground drive my pony. We'll talk about that a little later. I'll give you an update on how that went and the jerry rigging we had to do to get that to happen. And Glenn, (laughs) okay, you you were nabbed because I, I caught it. He also went to the tack and feed store and bought more goodies. For PT. Yes, I did. <sighs> he did that clandestine. He, he yes. snuck out and did that. Yes. You know what really sucks, Jennifer, is that Hackney ponies can get incredibly fat, but he's going <laughs> to get trained to give this skinny, skinny little Hackney pony a bunch of treats. And now, once he gets nice and fat, he's going to continue to give him treats because he's now trained himself to give him treats. And it's just going to be a super fat Hackney pony at some point. I did did show Chad the pictures, and we both are just amazed that you can actually make a pony that skinny. I mean, you have to really starve a pony to make it that skinny. But I'm worried, Glenn, that you're going to get in the give the pony treats phase and it's, you're never going to be able to let that go. Well, Frankie and I will then, what we're going to do a show together when it gets to that point. We're just going to talk about how wonderful it is to have little fat ponies. Now, I can only get let him pony get... Pony treats anonymous? <laughs> yes, that's right. I can only let him get so fat because, remember, he's a, supposed to be a driving pony and he has to fit inside of the shafts. So, you know, they can only get so fat. They have to fit in. Fat Pony Anonymous. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) You can't fit in the shaft. We can't even drive him. Oh, you know, I wanted to mention we did drive PT over the weekend. What we wanted to do, he's starting to gain a little weight and he's starting to feel better. He's definitely, his eyes are better and, you know, he's coming around and we could see little places on his tiny little skinny body where he might have put on a pound or two. Uh, so we're sticking to the regime, the feeding regime that Dr. Wendy gave us and, and uh, everything that she gave us to do, this whole regime on feeding him up. And then, you know, we have to worm him in a certain order and do, you know, only partial portions. And she has this all planned out for us. So we're following it, and uh, he's doing very well. But we wanted to start ground driving him before he started to feel like a hackney again and before he got crazy. So uh, we thought, while he's down and out, we'll at least try and ground drive and see what he knows. And we didn't have a bridle. Did you find yours, by the way? Did you, did you come across it? 
You know what? I wish I would have told you that I looked for the bridal for you, and I just haven't. Okay, well. T- I told you you have to text me I'll, in the I'll, middle of the day and remind okay, me. Okay, I'll text you in the middle of today and remind you. But we didn't have a bridal because we're kind of waiting to see, you know, how he is and, you know, to get him fattened up before I order the harness because you have to do measurements and stuff. So kind of waiting a little bit. So Jennifer said, oh, don't worry about oh, it. Yeah. I'll, we went out and bought him a four-inch bit. And by the way, four-inch bits are tiny. So we went out and bought him a four-inch bit, and Jennifer, using using rope and string and bits of leather pieces and uh, duct tape and electrical tape, put a bridle together for him. So, uh, And it was actually very functional and worked very well. I was impressed. So we had these uh, driving yeah, lines that we used. Yeah, it just looks pretty... It just- it just looks really ghetto, by the way. It does. Yes, it does. It does look ghetto. But at least we were able to ground drive him. And then we just put a surf signal on him. It didn't do anything. We just put it on him so he'd have something on his body. And uh, we drove around. This the, is really funny, though. Yeah. yeah. The surf single? Yes. The, the pad under the surf single is actually the fuzzy part of an English girth, a fleece work girth. And I took Beaker, who is a large pony, basically. He's only 14'3". And I took the surf single that he wears and I doubled it over so it's half the size and it's almost too big for PT. <laughs> so what I was going to say, did you have to just make, make a surf single too? Because, I mean, that has to be, it's like, Glenn, take off your belt. Yeah, exactly. Put it on the horse. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, I tested it yesterday after, before Glenn came out, I had to put PT on the cross ties. I took Beaker's 44-inch English girth that he wears, it literally goes all the way around PT's middle, and I can tie the buckles together with a piece of twine on top, and it's not tight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, he's a skinny little guy. But anyway, he did great the first day. Jennifer drove him around the shed row the first day, and then I drove him the yesterday, and he made great improvements, actually, from the first day to the second day. And I think he's had some driving experience before. I, I think that uh, they've worked with him, uh, and I think he's just going to be just fine, actually. We, were, we felt a lot better after uh, we drove him around. He was very sensible. He didn't do anything stupid. His favorite gate is stop, so uh, we, we had to really push him to keep Good. him going. Yeah, I know. I, I like that in a driving horse. I'd rather have that than Bolt. Bolt is not a good gate for a driving horse. So, yeah, so it worked out very well. He's doing very good, and so far he's passed all his little tests. Any trouble. And he's still cute. That's amazing. And he said, Good you. for you guys. I know. Good. It was fun. And thanks for everybody for posting, uh, uh, you know, on the pictures on the weekend. Appreciate it. And, and I want to just address something. Jamie and I can both address this. Uh, we'll see if our answers are the same. There was a, a lady by the name of uh, Carolyn that said that she is looking for a prospect for her granddaughter, who's three now. And a Don't couple do years, it. Yeah, well, right. He said he, uh, that she likes the way he looks because he looks like a little horse instead of a pony. And they kind of do. I never thought about it before, but they kind of do look like little horses instead of ponies and she was wondering mm-hmm. if they would be a good breed for for little kids and i wrote back and said not always uh, that hackneys do have an attitude and and uh, a lot of them are would i would not consider appropriate for kids and a lot of them don't ride either they drive so what do you think uh no they're definitely not kids ponies there's a reason you don't see a whole bunch of kids on hackney ponies because they are incredibly fast high need trotters and so for a child to learn how to post on a hackney pony, you'd be going up, down, 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 like the trot for a hackney pony. And they're also, it's like crossing a thoroughbred and an Arab and getting kind of the worst of both traits uh, and, and putting it into a quick little pony. You know, they, they're just really, I mean, they're fantastic little ponies, but they're driving ponies. And I, I, they're they're also incredibly small, and they can't hold very much weight at all. No, you're right. They're you know twelve and a half hands isn't very big. I mean, he's going to round out to what maybe and they're four or five hundred pounds. You know, total. Well, like twelve and a half hands. You know, but they're like three hundred and fifty pounds. So right. they can probably hold comfortably a thirty five pound child, and a thirty five pound child cannot up down up down up down up down up down up down. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely not the best idea. 
Nope, definitely not. And you know, I and that's why you don't, as Jamie said, you don't see them doing anything but driving very much. They're great driving ponies uh, because they're fun and they're fast and they're you know they're just fun to drive. Coach Jen here, HRN Chaos Control Officer and host of the Horse Tip Daily Show here on Horse Radio Network. Longtime Horse Radio Network fans know that I'm a big fan of Wintech saddles. I've been riding in them for about 20 years now. Whether I'm eventing, showing in dressage, or fox hunting, or hitting the trail at an endurance competition, I know my saddle fits my horse and it's going to hold up to the toughest conditions and look great doing it. You may be wondering exactly which saddle do I use for this varied group of disciplines? Well, WinTech makes saddles for every discipline. That's how. I have several. And WinTech doesn't sit on their laurels. 2019 brings even more innovation to the saddle range, so head out to your local tax store and have a sit-in one. Or you can contact your favorite online retailer, arrange a test ride, or check them out online at wintechsaddles.us. Well, today, Wendy, we're gonna we're gonna be very timely. We're gonna talk about you know about somebody who adopts, like I just did, a horse or a pony that is definitely skinny. That is probably a one or two on the scale, uh, on the health scale, which means that it hasn't had much vittles in the last couple of months, and it, you know the hip bones are sticking out. It looks like a cow, pretty much from the back end. Um, and my little pony certainly did. So the you know first thing we did on the way home with the pony in the trailer, hoping it didn't die on the way home. <laughs> and didn't fall over was we called Wendy and we said, okay, Wendy, what do we do? And I'm sure a lot of people that, you know, end up doing this and having a kind heart don't know what to do because you can't just take them home and throw them a whole bunch of food and hope for the best. Yeah, that's right. And, and actually that really did inspire me to like write something down, like an easy protocol because, you know, you get calls like this and you're like, oh, what should I do? And the first thing is just human nature. We want to say, oh, my God, we'll give them as much food as they'll eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yes, that would be that's exactly what you think you should do. But there is a syndrome in all mammals called refeeding syndrome. And it's actually um, they first really studied it in depth with prisoners of war from Japanese um, prison camps. Mm-hmm. And they got back to um you know, the American prisoners got back into the American um, uh, hospitals and they were starving. So they fed them, but then they suffered all these problems like heart arrhythmias and had electrolyte imbalances. They had organ problems and, and many of them died. And it was because the body has shifted into using a different kind of metabolism. Um, it's a kind of metabolism that, uh, that I, you know, I had to lose all that weight <laughs> when I was so fat last year. And so I went into, um, I did a diet that didn't involve any carbs so that my body was in ketosis. But it takes a while for your body to use those fats. Then um, conversely, it takes a while to switch back to use carbohydrates. So this protocol that I have on our, um, I have it on the blog site and I'll share it on our webpage, is an easy way to switch from the the ketotic metabolism back to using carbs and get on a n- more normal metabolism. So um, also there's also the danger in horses um, that is different from other mammals is that you can just guess what are the big two things that are going to happen, laminitis and colic, right? Right. <laughs> so you have to be worried about that too. So if you start on a, a slow, our, our theory is go low and slow. So you want to have low sugar, low carbs, and and just slowly start feeding them. So how do you tell if you're if you rescue this pony and he's too skinny and really starving, or if he's just a skinny pony where you don't have to worry, right? Okay. Um, so one of the things we talked about earlier in the show is like where their fats deposited. There are lots of places on the internet and also at your local feed store. Um, I know that Purina puts out a body condition score sheet and I'm sure all the other feed companies do um, but it's like we give them a score of one to nine 
to rate their body condition. So um, if they're a body condition of less than three, then that you should start on a protocol like this when you start on back feeding. And three would be like, you can see all their hip bones, you can see their ribs, their neck doesn't have much muscle on it. Like they really don't have much muscle. And like in your pony's case, he was even losing his, uh, the fat behind his eyes. Um, so that is, you can just imagine somebody really gaunt. Um, another parameter we use is have they eaten anything in the last five days? Sometimes horses, um, like I just got called on a case about this horse that got trapped in this barbed wire fence for three days. Well, yeah, you hope it was there for three days, but how long? If they haven't checked on it in three days. They probably haven't checked on it in a week. <laughs> yeah, so you don't know. So a horse like that, they only have what they can reach, basically. So that horse hasn't eaten in so long that this would be, even though he's not super skinny, because he's been without food for so long, it'd be a good plan to follow this way. And then also uh, another easy way is, has he lost more than 15% of his body weight within 60 days? So I don't know when the pictures were when you first saw him, but but you said that you thought that maybe he fell into that months, category. Yeah, it was two months ago, and I'm sure that this is a yes to this one. Yeah, Right. So, um, of course, the first thing you want to do is call your vet. Right. So that's what Glenn did before he even closed the door of the car. <laughs> so it, it's always good to get help. It's never wrong to ask your veterinarian to come help you and even come over and do an initial exam. Right. Um, so have them get some professional help. And then um, uh, the way that we're going to start feeding them up is to put them on alfalfa hay because alfalfa hay is really good in this situation because it's very high in protein and low in carbohydrates. And that would, you know, instinctively, I would think, don't put them on alfalfa because it's so rich, you know? Yeah, uh, and lots of people think that or they think it makes them crazy, blah, 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 blah. But horses do better on high protein and high fat rather than high carbs. Okay. So like a lot of pony breeders, you'll see that a lot of pony breeders actually feed straight alfalfa. And those ponies are crazy and they look great. But you think, <laughs> oh my God. That's... But but they're actually doing that because they have less chance of uh, having laminitic episodes uh, when they're on uh, like a, a rich hay diet rather than grain. Right. Um, right. So, um, so like the first couple of days, just give them like, just handfuls, like a quarter of a flake every couple of hours, you know, because you don't want to overwhelm their body. Then like after the first two or three days, you can keep gradually adding it so that give them a flake like every couple of hours. Um, in my example, I said, you know, give them one flake every eight hours. So you don't want to be up all night. I mean, essentially, you're kind of like bottle feeding. You're on the bottle feeding schedule. You're going to go look at them every couple hours and see, oh, my God, are you still alive? And give mm -hmm. them a we were on poop patrol. We were watching the poop because it was totally liquid when, when he were there. And we just wanted to see some solids eventually. And, and today he's very solid, actually. Yeah. And that's another an, another thing. You need to really keep watching the poop, especially in Florida. Uh, we have a big problem with sand colic. So uh, you want to watch and see if sand's coming out. There, is a, there was a lot of sand. And, yeah. and that partly because he lived on a sand lot, there was no, you know cover at all it was just sand so right yeah and so now he's going to start eating more he's going to pass sand they can get really gassy so you still you have to watch for colic episodes you know they could get they they really are at this point this first week is like there you have to imagine that barn is your emergency room and that's your critical care section so, you know, if you had seen any kind of uh, constipation or gas or they were down rolling, then you would have had to call your vet immediately. Right. Um, so if they make it past a week, then you're doing a good job. <laughs> you can continue feeding <laughs> alfalfa. Like, don't put it, give them any grain yet, but you can continue feeding the alfalfa and start bumping it up so that by the end of two weeks, they're eating as much hay as they want. Right. Because especially with a pony is really skinny. You don't have any not I'm not going to say you don't have any because that'll come back to me. But but you have a very low chance of laminitis from too many calories at this point because they're just desperate for calories. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, so say if alfalfa is not an option for you, if you're feeding grass hay like you, you guys are feeding grass hay. Right. Right. Yep. So if you're feeding grass hay, you're just going to double the amount, but use the same kind of feeding schedule. Okay. 
And he's been okay. eating it and, you know, gobbling up most of it. Yeah, and you know, another thing is sometimes you, you rescue these horses that are, uh, your pony's young and has uh, good teeth, but if you rescue an older pony that maybe has an injury, to, that's another reason why you should call the vet in the beginning. Check to make sure they don't have a, you know, broken jaw or injuries that, that stop it from eating or dental issues. And if that's the case, they might be in such a bad state that you can't really do anything about that injury or their teeth right now. But you could give them a mash, like alfalfa meal mashed up so that they can even slurp it down so they don't need to chew. Got it. And we did that, actually, the first two days. We, we, we mixed it with a little bit of bran um, yeah. and put the hay in with that and mixed it up and, and wet it down. And he thought he had died and gone to heaven with that. Yeah, and that's really good, too, because you want to, uh, for sure, they're probably going to be dehydrated along with it. And like I said, their electrolytes are in such a bad state. Like, their body's just been using anything that they have left, right? So they have no stores of building blocks to even attempt metabolism, right? Right. So so giving them some electrolytes, as long as you can find one that doesn't have a lot of sugar in it, that does, is not a sugar base, like a mash with alfalfa meal and water and electrolytes is good. And always, of course, put out salt and water. One of the things that we did use, and they're one of our sponsors, is we used Horse Quencher, uh, the Horse Quencher product that we've talked about here on the show before. And that's yeah. a product, an all-natural product that is supposed to help them drink, and it has, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a fibrous product. Yeah. And uh, we used that uh, for, you know, the first couple of days, and he loved that stuff. Oh, um, I bet. You know, he just loved it and drank right up. And he, he's not having any trouble drinking. He, he finishes 10 gallons a night when he's in his stall, uh, oh which God. for a tiny little pony show, tells you something. You know? Yeah, and that that's actually a good point. Uh, they do require a lot of water because what's happening now is you're refeeding them and they have to replenish all these stores. You know, think about it. They've been using this just to survive, mm-hmm. right? So, so one of the other things is you can't tax them metabolically. So if you live in a cold area, they have to be kept warm. They can't make their own body heat. Right. Or if you live in a hot area, they have to be protected from the sun. They need fans. They can't cool themselves. You know, their heart is like they're at a very dangerous point where they could like have a heart attack at any minute. Um, or, uh, you know, like say you're in a play, you you want to have them kind of on their own. They can't fight <laughs> other horses at this point. Well, that's another thing, too. Obviously, coming from the situation it did, we, we have this one quarantined for at least two weeks. Yeah. Because uh, we don't know what the other horses had. We don't know if it's had shots. Right. We don't know any of that stuff. So Right. Yeah. And they're going to go through a lot more water because, you know, they, they have to, they need water to process all these things you're giving them. Yeah. Well, so, the okay. So, food. You, <laughs> yeah. so you make it to two weeks. Yeah, what do we do then? Right. Now, yeah, one of the things we talked about right away was, you know, do we worm them right away or do we, you know, we we doubt he's had shots, so we don't know whether he's had shots or not. Yeah. Um, so do you do that? And, and you know, Jennifer. No, no, no. That's what I was saying. Like when the vet comes the first time, and, and this is good too, because your vet will tell you the same thing, is the first time they're just going to give you an exam and, and tell you the problems, but maybe not treat anything because they're too sick. Yeah. Like if you vaccinated them now, they can't. They don't have. They don't have the building blocks to even make antibodies. I don't know if there's any muscle there to put the shot in. Right, <laughs> it's gonna hurt. Yeah. And also, it would really stress their system. So, so really, just get the like. Have the vet point out the things you need to work on, and it's like peeling an onion. So you have to work on one thing at a time. So one thing is you have to get him eating again, and make sure he gets through that. And then, so like if you make it to two weeks, that's the time we say, okay, I think this is, you know, without any setbacks, this is the time when you can start introducing something new. Like you can start adding grain. Um, and I really prefer a senior feed because it's very uh, low in carbs and it's high in protein. Mm. It's also alfalfa based and it's easy to chew. Makes sense, yeah. yeah. Right? So um, on the website, I'll have a little chart of how you feed them up. Um, and then at the end of that two weeks, you can also start working on things like parasites. I mean, for sure, they're going to be filled with worms. Right. 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 Uh, and then. And covered in ticks too, by the way. I know. And ticks too. That's another 
problem there because ticks really can cause like a, with that many ticks, that can cause a, a kind of weakness and paralysis. So I'm surprised he's not suffering from that with that many ticks. And it also drains their, their red blood cells, and they can have a lot of uh, inflammatory reactions from that. And I don't do ticks, so Jennifer had to do that part, because you know I have this aversion to ticks after getting right. Lyme disease for my entire life. So I, know. Uh, I, I don't. I, ticks, are, yeah, they really bug me. I know. <laughs> Jennifer I do does that. Know. I was like, Jennifer, ticks, come over here. I know. <laughs> and now some of the other things you're going to have to look at, about um, out for when he gets better is... Uh, well, you're tackling the sand problem, but that's probably going to be a chronic thing. So you're going to want to treat him for for sand. And, that's going to take we a do long that, time. We do out. we do the flax thing here. Um, yeah, we don't do the psyllium. We do the flax, and uh, seems to have been working pretty well for Beaker at this point. So yeah, I like that. I'm, I keep mine here in Florida. I keep mine on flax all the time as a preventative. Yeah, I take um, flax too, so I don't get sand colic. But um, you do? That's a, yeah, that's a different thing, I guess. <laughs> Uh, then you're going to have to um, see if he has any chronic diseases. Like, we don't know. You haven't even seen him trot. Right. Yeah, we don't know <laughs> at this point. <laughs> so he could have bad feet. He could be heavy. He could have allergies. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole <laughs> load of things. But uh, that's all something that you can tackle in the future. And I think if you start him off right and get him on uh, eating and get his body back into health, he can... Um, you can tackle the rest of your problems. And, you know, I was looking at your list, and one of the don'ts you have on this very excellent article, which, uh, which where can they find the article? You can find it on my website, which I have a new uh, URL, which is drwendying.com, uh, or I'm going to link it to our um, Driving Radio Show Facebook page. Okay, and I'll also uh, put a link in today's show notes uh, to this particular article as well. Uh, but you say in here, you know... Um, don't let your neighbors feed him treats. One of the things we do have other people here at the farm and we had to warn him about is you can't play with him and then go play with your horse. Um, yeah. You know, you know, yeah. He's in quarantine. And, and a lot of people that haven't lived through having a lot of horses coming in and out uh, don't quite get that concept. So, yeah. you know, it, it's, uh, it's one of those things where we kind of had to educate them, on, you know, what that means, you know, what quarantine actually means. It doesn't mean go rub on my pony's face and then go rub on your horse's face. Right. Uh, that's not what it means. <laughs> yeah. And so. also, you know, the thing is, that's really, I, I actually should have put that in because that's actually really important. Um, not just to quarantine that pony from your horses, but if this pony gets sick at all, like if you, if someone brings strangles to your farm right now, this pony can, does not have the, the strength in his body to fight that. Right. You know, so, so the other way around is what you mean too. Uh, for both ways. Yeah. And also, your neighbors are going to think that you're the worst person in the world when they see a pony like this in your yard. Uh, we thought we talked about that actually. <laughs> <laughs> we you have to either put a little blanket on them, like show or, they're loved, <laughs> yeah, or hide them in the backyard because you know, or we put a sign find out. A fly I just small enough, <laughs> yeah, or put a big sign out in your neighborhood because you know you and I live in neighborhoods where there's five acres, so people are riding by and they're going to be like. Oh my God! God look at Did that you thing. see those horse radio network people have this skinny <laughs> pony? Blah blah blah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but this is a great article, and we'll post a link to it in our, as I said, in our show notes, and you can also follow find it at drwendying y i n g dot com. Thank you for doing this, Wendy. It's very good. Thanks, Glenn. I think it's I, a Thank you for rescuing that pony. I know we could have taken a fat one. I got to tell you, I did think about it. <laughs> It's a, I, I, I said to myself, it's easier to make them skinny than it is to make them fat. But I don't I, know if we'd have found a muzzle for to fit a weanling size. <laughs> I know. I'm just glad you did it because I think um, at the end of the day, no matter how this turns out, you did a great thing for him. Well, as Jennifer said, if he was going to die within the week, at least he'd die happy. So that's uh, right. You know that was that was our goal. But I don't think he's going anywhere. He's too honored no. at this point. He's too tough. Yeah. And now we'll see if he can drive. We we'll hope. We hope he can drive. We'll find out. He better drive after all this. <laughs> after, if not, we'll be training him. We'll we'll uh, be doing some a training project here. That's not, right. not the first time. We'll bring him down to your house for thirty days of training. Oh, great! <laughs> I'll show up at your door. Here Just he what is. I want. Hackney pony. I can't wait. <laughs> and now I got to go shopping. I got all this stuff to get. I know. See, that's the other perk of getting a new horse is you got to go shopping. 
I think that's concerning Jennifer a little because all of her her uh, horsey shopping money is now she's seeing it all go away, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> and she's a, she you know she's a metal, so she's all budgeted. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're screwing that up. <laughs> Thank you, so, Doctor Ying. You're welcome. Hey, this is Gina Moronic from Wisconsin, and I am an official Horse Radio Network auditor. It's something I'm really proud to do and to be a part of in a small way because it's something that I get a lot of information from. The Horse Radio Network uh, and the convenience of the downloadable podcasts means that I can improve my horsemanship skills, my riding skills, um, or just really enjoy listening to friendly, informative programming whenever I'm driving to work or working on chores or at the barn even. So I hope you find it as enjoyable as I do. If you do, go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the banner to become a Horse Radio Network auditor. For as little as a dollar a month, you can be involved in this great thing too and keep it going. Thanks. Let's do this. Uh, Oh, I got to tell you about my pony real quick. Yes, PT. Um, PT is doing great. Of course, I adopted a uh, a rescue. I didn't adopt. I rescued a uh, hackney about twelve two hands uh, three weeks ago now, and he was skinny as a rail and on death's door. But uh, he's doing terrific. Uh, he's been through one one worming cycle and survived. We're doing that very gradually and on a plan that put out by uh, Doctor Wendy. So, and we've been feeding him up, and he loves food. And I've been taking him, we've been ground driving him. Just uh, drive, we don't have a cart or a harness. We kind of made one up because, you know, he's tiny. So we didn't have anything that would fit him. And uh, we've been ground driving him, and he's doing terrific with that. He, he's definitely had some training before. We weren't sure. And then uh, I've been taking him to build up his muscles because he doesn't have any, you know, pretty much everything wasted away. He was skin and bones. He, uh, I've been taking him on daily walks like the dog, so we've been going on adventure walks together. And he, <laughs> adventure, and walks. he loves that it. Is so cute. He's not scared of anything. Matter of fact, when I mow the lawn, he comes right up to the lawnmower and tries to eat the grass out of it. Um, <laughs> he's he's not scared of anything. Anything mechanical, he doesn't care. Trucks, okay. cars, you know, t- that is very unhackney like. <laughs> So, um, so I think he's going to be a keeper. You know, we weren't sure when we got him. We thought, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll fatten him up and we'll get him to be, you know, a little horse again. And then, uh, you know, we'll see whether we want to keep him or not. But uh, I think he is a keeper. His personality is terrific, especially for a hackney. He's really nice. Uh, I, li- I enjoy him. He's a lot of fun. A lot of personality. Oh, bless his heart. So, yeah, he's doing Well, great. he could not have landed in better hands. Well, he's having fun, and, and uh, I think he's going to make a, a, a really terrific little driving pony. So, and, then, and then hopefully I can talk Jennifer into getting a second one and having a pair. Oh! Pair a little Oh, I think we might have to have you on the Desperate Horse Wives episode now. <laughs> I don't think you can call yourself She's a horse husband. That. No, no, no. You just, you, it's, it's done. It's official. You just said it out loud, even if you whispered. It's official. You are talking about adding another horse to your, the two you have already. It's done. Welcome to the dark side. But I have to come up with a name for him. I don't know. PT is kind of, you know, it's it's okay, but it stands for poor thing, and it's what we were calling him to get through here, because uh, that's what everybody called him when they saw him as poor thing. But he's starting to not look like a poor thing anymore, so we have to come up with a name. And we always try and name our horses and ponies after Muppet characters. And I did not realize till I looked that there are 2,700 Muppet characters. Whoa! 2,700 from Sesame Street, The Muppet Show, and Fraggle Rock. I forgot about Fraggle Rock. So there's 2,700 Muppet characters. It's like, I'm looking through the names and, you know, Count Von Count, Cosmic Fish. Um, I should be able to come up, Chunky Cheese. (laughs) I should be able to come up with a Muppet name for him through one of these 2,700 Muppet names. (laughs) (laughs) I want to call him Cookie Monster. But because uh, you're, but that's very common. That's kind of common. that is common. Yeah, that's no, you not, can... I have to come up with something that's not common. And of course, we already have a Beaker because our other horse's name is Beaker. Yeah, it could be Gonzo. Gonzo, yeah, that might fit. <laughs> um, I know he's kind of geeky, Gonzo though. Yeah, Gonzo's kind of geeky. This is kind of cool. Matter of fact, for the first time yesterday, I put him out to eat grass. He gives a limited amount of grass every day, 
and he something startled him, and he squared off, and, and he put his neck up and his head up, and his ears were up. Yeah. And from a distance, he does look like the one thing about hackneys is they look more like little horses than ponies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they're built more like little horses, and he really looked stunning when he was do- when he was doing that. So, uh, so I have to come up with an appropriate, elegant name for him. Mm, right. So it has to have a little elegance to yeah, it. I guess flute snatcher doesn't work. That was apparently one of them. Um, How about crazy Harry? <laughs> see, That's I, one. See, I can't use that one because Harry was my first hackney. Oh, okay. All right. So I can't well, use that one. How about, Ooh, how about Floyd pepper? Floyd. He was the be- the basis. <laughs> oh, that's right. He was, wasn't he? Floyd pepper. I forgot about he, him. That's kind of, that's kind of, mm. um, you know, Floyd Pepper, that's that's regal. <laughs> Pep for short. Call, uh, or Floyd. I was Floyd. just thinking Floyd. <laughs> Floyd is that's a little bit more you, you know. Gonzo the Great. They had uh um Dozer was one of them. Uh boy, there's a lot of who were all these characters? I know. Well, Wikipedia has a whole list. Grimly. Ralph the dog. Sam what were the names the of the two old guys up in the balcony? Um, what were that's their a names? Good question. Old guys, Muppets. Just see, this is what I do. Old guys, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I Muppet. don't know what their names were. These are my Google Statler and Waldorf. Oh, that's right, Waldorf and Statler. You're right, Waldorf. And see, this is why I can't live without Google. <laughs> I have to know everything. I am. I'm sorry. I. It's my, my main character flaw of mine, but I'm a know it all. Why? Google. <laughs> you know, we I love... do know it all or I can know it all. Did you grow up with the Muppets? <laughs> My dad w- watched very little TV, but the one show he would watch with us kids, so I have fond memories of it, is when the Muppets TV show was on it uh, once a week. And he would sit down and watch the Muppets with us. At night. Yep. yep. Yeah. He would sit down and watch it. Muppets was, you know, was kind of an innovative show back then because they were brand new. They would just come out and they had all these big name guest stars on the show. And it was well, funny. <laughs> and it was one of the few um, not uh, primetime shows that didn't feature like live people. I mean, it did have live people. Remember, they would have like yes. really good guests. Yes, I remember. Like really big uh, stars. They had big stars on that show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, yeah did. they did. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, memory lane here. All right. Well, we'll have to keep working on the name. Yeah. Well, if any of the so, listeners have an idea of a Muppet name that, that would be cute for a little hackney, let me know. Yeah. Uh, Otto. Otto. Nah, I Otto. Like Otto. I, I like Floyd Pepper. I do. <laughs> I like Floyd. Puppy Duck. <laughs> oh. How about Putri? <laughs> no. <laughs> pie. Do P-Y. Not. You had a pie. No. Do you have a pie? I had a pie. You had yes. a pie. Yes. Pie. So pie. Yes. He okay. belongs to someone new. How about now? Pokey? Some... I can't get the little guy moving at all. He, he's Pokey? the slowest damn hackney ever. Just call him Pokey. No. You know what I've been calling him just as a nickname is Squirt. Squirt? Oh, yeah. that's cute. Yeah. Was there any name Squirt? Can we use that name? No, there's Pickle Puss and Pop. <laughs> I'm sure he'd love that name. And I know. Bean Bunny. He'd want to go back to the lady that was starving him to death. <laughs> no, I know. That's my, that's my Captain Pighead. <laughs> Mr. Poodle Pants. Oh, I'm sure when we get into the actual driving mode, I'll be calling him a pighead a few times. <laughs> Sure, that'll happen. <laughs> I call my. I don't. Well, see, my horse is a gentleman, so I don't. I, I don't have to call him Piggy or anything anymore. He's just Mister Silly Pants. <laughs> it is fun when you're trying to pick out a name for your horse, though. It is fun. I but you know what? When I, my horse Pie, I changed his name. He came to me with a different name, and um, I changed it. And that's what we're doing too, you know. But he was like nine, so I'm like, oh, I think I'm on the edge of the whole Murphy's Law thing. If I change it, you're gonna have bad luck. Well, of course, I had pie, and that was the year I tore my ACL. So when I got Brody, I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no way, I'm not changing his name. I don't care how much I hate it. <laughs> I will build a show name around it. <laughs> I'm not changing his name. So his his bar name is Brody, and if I ever show him. If I ever get around to it, I'm going to call him um, Bad Hat Harry, which is from Jaws. That's from Jaws, right? Yeah, yeah that's one that's bad right. hat, Harry. Yeah, that's right. I Chief remember Brody. That. So, Chief so maybe you sh- so PT. You got to keep PT, and then just add something to it. Yeah. So, like, like maybe you can 
if you look through the list of Muppets, find something with a P. That, that that's a good like last name. That that's a good idea. And then a good well, here's the T's. There are no P's. There's only P. T. Paco. Well, there's, <laughs> P. T. Paco. Well, there's Paul Revere Horse, Penguins, Pops, Prairie Dogs, and that's it. Oh, hmm. but I'm looking. Here's a whole list of names. Pedro was one of them. Was a Muppet? Uh, uh-oh. Jennifer's coming in. She's listening to this. What's the name? Oh, Scooter. I forgot about Scooter. Scooter. He kind well, of see, is a Scooter. scooter. Why don't you call him P.T. P.T. Scooter? P.T. Scooter. I P.T. Scooter. Yay. P.T. Scooter. I love oh, it. That's great. That's a terrific name. P.T. Scooter. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Now, which one was Scooter? Click on Scooter He's there. Is he a little orange? Oh, yeah, yeah. Scooter's the one with the big eyeballs. He's the orange guy with the jacket and the big okay. eyeballs. I wait, I'm Googling it. I'm Googling it. Yeah, you'll know as Scooter's soon as you look at which one Scooter was. Oh, we love Scooter. Yeah, he's got that personality, too. Good one, dear. P. Oh, my God. Scooter. The Muppets have their own wiki. There's a yes, Muppet wiki. There's a Muppet wiki. <laughs> yes, there is. They have their own wiki. Is it really? Yeah, oh, Muppet wiki. Yeah, Muppet wiki. He is Muppet Scooter. Man. That's it. We did it. We came up with a name. We can end the show now. Scooter. And we can and so, stop boring the listeners to death. <laughs> I love that name, P.T. Scooter. Good idea. This was a combination of you and Jennifer coming up with that. See, this is how we do our show names, people. This yes, is exactly, exactly right. how it works. Yep. You, you got to hear the creative process firsthand. P.T. Scooter. 